Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Hey, Isaiah 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be, be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Today, a very special edition of I Work For Him, where we invited several members of our family, some of our kids, actually, yeah, some of our kids and some of our brothers and sisters calling to the show today just to share some Christmas memories. I believe we have our oldest, Sarah Louise Nelson, on the air today. Sarah, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. So good to have you on the air with us. Talk about how Christ is making a difference in your life today. Um, you know, at this point in our life, we have um, busy jobs and a 10- and a 12-year-old um, kiddos to raise, and he just gives me the strength and patience that I need to care for a bunch of little ones all day and kind of navigate the preteen years with our kids and um, the confidence and the hope that we're going to survive the next uh, eight years and come up with these kids. <laughs> it's good that we find our confidence and hope in him, right? Not in ourselves. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. awesome. That's great. So one of the things that we want you to share with us today, Sarah, and with all of our listeners, is a favorite Christmas memory as we are looking to Christmas tomorrow. What is something that you um, that really sticks out to you when you look back? Um, I would have to say Christmas of 96. Um, that was the time that we got engaged. 
And um, it was just a crazy, crazy snowstorm in Minnesota, just terrible. We had no business being on the roads. But um, Don took me to a really nice restaurant and way in Minneapolis where we couldn't pronounce a thing on the menu. And we mm-hmm. came back in the snowstorm. And at the time, I was working at a church, and it was late at night, and the church was closed. But being the office manager, I had the keys and everything. And so um, he says, well, let's go inside for a little bit. And um, he went in and had all the Christmas lights on in the sanctuary. It was all set up for Christmas the next day. And um, they had some music going in the background, and he was standing at the front and had written this amazing poem to me and proposed right there at church. So that was definitely my my favorite Christmas. I can understand (laughs) that. Understandably so. I don't don't remember that snowstorm, but I'm sure I remember it back then. But that's, wow, it's hard to believe that's almost 20, well, 19 years ago. I mean, that's just amazing how long ago that was. Fascinating. So talk about, as you look forward to 2016, as your kids get older, but you know, you're, you're, you're raising, you're raising little ones for other people during the day in your daycare. And then you're raising teenagers during at night when they come home from school, what are you looking to see different in your life? Maybe something to look forward to in 2016. Um, I am really looking forward to seeing our kids grow in their faith and really make it theirs. Because at this point, you know, we've been instilling that in them, the values and the stories and um, watching our faith walk. And, you know, in this last year, they've become more independent in their own devotional time and, Um, and inquiring, you know, having a lot of good questions after the sermon on Sundays. And I'm just really looking forward to watching them grow in their own faith this year. What are you and Donnie going to do to uh, enrich your marriage, to make your marriage stronger? Oh, gosh, he is a serious partner (laughs) in this. We wouldn't have gotten this far without uh, um, just being completely knit together through this process. And... um, we really balance each other out in our home um, when one of us is really burnt out or one of the kids just has us at our wit's ends and the other one steps in. And um, we'll always talk about it later in the day, you know, what works and what didn't work. And just being serious partners in this and always side by side in the battle is super helpful. Well, just so you know this, and we'll say it for everybody to hear, we love you very much. We wish that you lived in Florida, not in Minnesota, but uh, we're, we're, we're so we're just so proud of you and Donnie and Jonathan and Allie and, and the impact that you're making on your community up there in Minneapolis and, uh, well, Farmington, but I know you're making an impact all over the place. And so what are you hoping that Santa brings you this year? Oh, dear. <laughs> she wasn't prepped for that. I know, I know. That was off script, but I'm good with that. You know, as the mom, I'm just kind of, I'm still making my list of last minute things to do. I haven't thought about it at all. I just want it all to go smoothly and everybody be happy. <laughs> well, well, just for the record, there is a certain dirt-like component making its right. way in the in the mail to uh, Minnesota for a certain four-legged animal, you know, walking across the creature for our grandson, (laughs) Jonathan. You got that. (laughs) Sarah, we love you. He did have a Merry Christmas, Sarah. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. We love you. Love you too. (laughs) We've got some of our kids calling in from all over the country, and we've got some of our brothers and sisters calling in from all over the country. And so, Martha, we got people sharing special memories. You got to remember, you. I'm going to ask you these same questions later. I believe we have Donnie Nelson, my son-in-law, calling in from the frozen tundra. Donnie, are you out there? 
I'm out there. Merry Christmas. Hi, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, Don, Donnie works for the Best Buy headquarters up there in Minneapolis, does a great job as a CPA. And uh, really, just you've had an incredible year. God's done a lot of great things. What would be your highlight? How is Christ making a difference in your life today? Uh, well, specifically today, uh, I think um, it's more around keeping my priorities straight, working in a retailer like Best Buy. Hmm. All the people around me are going into the Christmas season with a very different purpose than what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's tough for sure, um, but it's also an opportunity to, um, you know, have conversations with people um, just to let them know, you know, maybe why, why I might be walking around with a, a little different uh, view and a little different look on my face than some of the uh, insanity that's going around here right now. <laughs> And it's fun because it's not only the, the workplace that you work in, but it's the community that you that you live in, and it's the sports uh, activities that you guys are involved in. But you're surrounded by people that don't necessarily understand the meaning of Christmas. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no, it, it every day all around the neighborhood, um, everywhere. It's just uh, it's not um, verbalized quite as much, I guess, as what I get here when. Um, when I go into meetings about you know strategy for the holidays and in considering how important Christmas really is to a retailer like Best Buy, it's it's kind of unbelievable what what it's turned into. Well, I mean, what what percentage of revenues does it average for the average retailer? The Christmas season represents what kind of revenues for the year? Um, uh, it's I, I believe it's uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of forty percent for for you know luxury type retailers or you know not not your uh, target Walmart where you're getting your groceries but for you know all the extra stuff it's it's a good 40% of the whole year that's a, uh, just that's, in December that's a big number yeah. hey talk to me about your favorite christmas memory having grown up in the frozen tundra in minnesota what's your favorite christmas memory uh really i remember when i was little we would always drive to chicago to visit my uh, mom's family um and just playing games with the family, waking up uh, on Christmas morning, running downstairs, getting everybody in the house up on your way down because <laughs> the kids were always up first and um, playing, you know, playing games, sitting by the fire, opening Christmas presents and um, and then hearing the stories of my dad and my uncle talk about, you know, whatever they had to set up in the middle of the night, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, <laughs> some assembly required, some those assembly kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stories of uh, when they got us our Atari uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, they stayed up all night long playing it. And so of they course. got no sleep that night. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew they wouldn't get a chance on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. That's great. Wow. So talk to me about your, your dreams for 2016. Every year, you know, you... Uh, we get older, we start to look at life a little bit differently. Life picks up speed, it seems like. What is it that you look to accomplish in 2016, and, and what are you hoping for? Yeah, well, I guess... My big thing is finishing the CPA, which has taken up every spare minute of my life in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and out of that will be getting back to being able to go um, camping and taking weekend trips with the kids. Um, we've always done that. Um, I mean, we'll go on four, five, six camping trips a year. Uh, this last year we did zero, um, which, yeah, I miss it. And I can tell the kids miss it, and mm-hmm. um, it's just getting away from everything. Um, 
not being able to do that has been tough. So it'll be good to be able to do that again. Well, and I would like to challenge you that one of those camping trips should be like in the mountains of Tennessee or Kentucky or North Carolina, and we can just meet you. <laughs> you oh, that'd be camping. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Up in the mountains, and I'll bring the shotgun to fight off the bears. <laughs> Donnie, just so you know, we love you. We're proud of you. We, we're so privileged to have you as part of our family, and we're so grateful for how well you treat our daughter and our grandkids, and, and what a great godly man you are. We're just we're mm-hmm. so very, very thankful. Merry Christmas, yes, Donnie. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you, and I'm, we are incredibly thankful, and I'm especially incredibly thankful for all the help that you've given us and, um, and all the encouragement that you've given, especially to me, to get me to the point of where I am. Not Definitely not where I need to be yet, but um, I would be in a totally different place if it wasn't for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love you. We We're love proud you. of you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, next up. We're not sure who's on the line, but we got we know a lot to be Oh, it's the other Don. Don Haynes. Martha. Hi brother. How are you? Hello, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Welcome to the I Work for Him show. Yeah, thanks for having me. You bet. So one of the the things we always like to ask our um, people that come on the air is we're talking about our love of Christmas and everything, all of our good memories and stuff is also just how is Christ making a difference in your life today? Oh, I wouldn't be the person I am without him. You know, it's nice to know that you have someone you can always go to and uh, uh, pray for help or, you know, talk to God in your own way. And uh, uh, so, you know, uh, that's what Christmas is all about, uh, the uh, love of love of God and Jesus. So, so t- I want to hear, because, you know, I don't get to hear all of the old family stories of you and Martha growing up with your other two siblings. Talk to me about your favorite Christmas memory. You know, uh, I had to put a lot of thought in it. There's a lot of them, a lot of memories. It, I don't know that one just stands out over the other. I have some funny stories. Well, go ahead with uh, the funny ones. It's good. Well, you know, I don't think Martha was very old, and, and she's probably heard this uh, story, but... Uh, uh, I think one of my favorite things uh, about Christmas was going to Michigan, um, uh, driving from uh, Rock Island, Illinois, to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, actually just sitting in the car and thinking about things uh, for quite a period of time was kind of a memory that came to mind. But we'd go visit my, my grandparents from Michigan, and when we were really little, I guess we were really troublemakers. So all we got from our grandma and grandpa <laughs> or my folks, I don't remember which, was a switch and a chunk of coal in our stocking. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Wow. Did you deserve it? Uh, I, you know, I was so young, I don't remember it. Uh, I vaguely remember it. Um, uh, and it, it, so I think Martha was probably innocent in this whole thing. She was probably in diapers. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all all um, I have to say is all I know that our parents are such loving and giving people that they had to have really <laughs> deserved it. And it probably killed them to do it, you know, but it was like point well taken. I've heard that story for years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I vaguely remember it, but uh, I know that it exists. So yes. we, we do repeat that from time to time. Yes. But I bet I was only five or six and you know i i heard that was just an angel as a child Mm -hmm. so i just just can't understand why that would happen so (laughs) that's just great so now as you're looking into 2016 brother what is it that you are looking at with anticipation or looking forward to well um just uh, this year has been an interesting year. Uh, as you know, I own a business. Me and my wife, uh, Tracy, own a business mm-hmm. together. 
and we had to move, and that was uh, that was a lot of work. And all I kept saying to people, as long as I can make it to Christmas alive, uh, that's my end game, and, and things will uh, uh, be a little less stressful. So I'm looking forward to settling into our new location mm-hmm. with our business and uh, getting this move behind us. And uh, uh, that that's the big thing for 2016 for, mm-hmm. for us. It's just kind of a fresh start with with business. So. That's awesome. I know when you you called me one day many, many months ago, like nine months ago, and said, Martha, I just need your prayers. We know we need to move, and this is going to be a big deal. And to see you guys go through that whole transition and know that now you have this new beautiful location and can see how God can grow your businesses in that new location is really exciting. So um, yeah. we pray that for you as well. So as you look forward to Christmas tomorrow, the uh, w- with you've got five grandkids, but with the sixth one on the way, what what, yeah. what, what's, what is the one thing you look forward to the most? Um, just the time together. I, I uh, just left Target and uh, um, bought a bunch of little... Uh, stocking stuffers and stuff to, to give the uh, give the grandkids and Good. and then one of the traditions I I came up with a few years ago I, I'm not sure where I think I heard it on a radio show uh, talking about you know you can give a lot of things to family but uh, giving a, a special note and a card to them uh, writing out what they mean to you is, is kind of what I look forward to, to mm. sitting down and reflecting and writing that so Neat. so. I bet you so, you also uh, look at the end of the day with anticipation that you can find your floor at the end of all of the opening of all the <laughs> gifts for all those well, little ones. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you've seen pictures on Facebook, I think, after yeah. uh, they, they, they've all been there. <laughs> yes, yes, we have, and we yeah. enjoy them, too, from from yeah. afar. Oh. Donnie, so, we, uh, we, we got we to gotta say goodbye, but thank you for calling, and we love you. Merry Christmas. You. Enjoy the frozen tundra. Hopefully you guys will get a white Christmas, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you very soon. Merry Christmas. Well, I love you. Know, you know, we're, we're going to the Vikings-Bears game this weekend. Go Bears, and it's going to be in the upper 30s. So, uh, that doesn't uh, sound like fun at all. <laughs> all right, I believe we have on the line our youngest, Sarah Michelle. Sarah Michelle, welcome to the I Work For Him radio program. Thank you. Hi, sweetie. Hi. All right. So, you know, with you, we have to be very careful how you answer all these questions because you could throw us under the bus. We'll be very, very careful. But first, (laughs) you know, you you left the nest earlier this year and uh, just went just halfway through Pinellas County. And then all of a sudden you you got this oomph and you ended up in Iowa City, Iowa, as we come to, uh, uh, to the end of the year. How do you feel about your move? I feel good about my move. It's it's definitely weird being so far away. Still not really used to that yet, but but I feel good and I've enjoyed the weather, so that's nice. <laughs> but it hasn't gotten cold yet. We'll we'll replay this in February. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's kinda cold. We've had one snow. Yeah, well, okay. All right, so talk to us about how, you know, you've you've had to resettle, make new friends, find a new church. How is Christ making a difference in your life today? I think the biggest thing is, you know, moving here, the huge thing for me was to find a church that I could be involved in. And God definitely led me to that church in, and I got to visit it even before I moved here. But and he's just brought me into this group of young adults that are all very like-minded and we can support one another with the different things that we're, you know, we all have going on in our lives. And just, um, he's just definitely like shown himself 
to be faithful and, you know, that I can see that he has him here for a reason and, um, you know, in, in, the, in what I do want for work, but also for, you know, my own life and being involved in the church and the small group that I am in. Well, we're proud of you. We're so glad that you're involved in those small groups and you found a church that you could plug into. Just don't find any boys up there because maybe then we'll have a chance of getting you to move back here to Florida. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. It wasn't nice, but it's on recording now. Okay, so talk about your favorite Christmas memory. And if you have two, that's fine. But your favorite, what, what about, how about this? Break it down to your favorite Minnesota Christmas memory growing up as a, ki- a little kid and then maybe your favorite Florida Christmas memory. Oh, um... Well, I'm sure that most of my Christmas memories in Minnesota were in the snow. Um, that definitely was something that we enjoyed playing in the snow. And um, just remember it being, you know, a real white Christmas, um, most years anyway. And um, But I would definitely say just being outside, being, you know, in the snow, being with lots of family because we had lots of family around there. Um but in Florida, hmm, I don't know. I think that just the the different Christmases that we've had where we have different family members that actually come and visit one year and then we have different families the next year. And just as, you know, as Joshua moves away, but he still comes home, you know, day after Christmas, you know, it's just making memories, but not necessarily on Christmas, just being with different family and getting to enjoy just being together. And uh, in the heat because it's been very hot every year on Christmas, yes. always. Yes, it has, and it will be this year too. When you get here, finally, yes. it will be extraordinarily hot and sweaty and you know gross. I think uh, one yeah. of the things that you know, just Sarah talking, reminds me of the fact that you know you are kind of an anti-traditional person, Jim. Mm-hmm. And as the leader of why, our, why am I getting home, thrown under the bus here? You're not being thrown <laughs> under the bus. We're just talking truth. But the the fact is that a lot of our traditions are the fact that it's different than maybe your normal and not necessarily the same all the time, but the fact that um, it all surrounds around just being together. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and, and we did Definitely. have a lot of fun in the snow. There's no question. I miss mm-hmm. that all the time. All right, last question. What do you look forward to in 2016? I think just being, you know, getting more and more settled into life in Iowa and surviving the winter. And learning how to drive in the snow. Yes. And making new friends and getting more plugged in with people and church and um, just continuing to learn more and more about my job. And just as new exciting things continue to happen with my job, then just um, just looking forward to seeing what, what God has in store for 2016. Is it's going to be a different year than I'm sure I've ever had before? So mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. Well, we love, love you. you. We're proud of you. We're so proud to call you our daughter, and not that you have a choice, but we are proud of you, even though you moved away. But we love you very, very much. And we're, we're, maybe we'll actually make a trip north to see you during the wintertime. That would be really nice. But we're looking forward to being together on Christmas Day. We'll see you in a couple days. We love you. All love right. you, sweetie. Love you guys. All right, next up, we got Joshua making a quick phone call in to the show. Joshua, buddy, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry Christmas. All right, so just tell tell the audience really quickly, how's Christ making a difference in your life today? I mean, he's teaching me more about myself every single day. And, I mean, just through life, I, I don't know. I don't know about going into the detail, but we're just we're going through 
quite a trial at the moment, my wife and I, and we are we're just learning how to really rely on on God, you know, no matter what the circumstances are. Hmm. Well, I'm proud of you that that's what you're doing. I mean, it's 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 tough, but it's good to rely on the Lord because there's nobody more reliable. Talk to me about Mm -hmm. your favorite Christmas memory. Well, I was struggling to come up with one, so I just kind of came up with like, you know, kind of a variety that were they were just continuous Christmas memories. Like every single year, we always got one of those like Tyco little plastic tracks that we set up, you know, and we'd, we'd play them in the living room or Hot Wheel tracks and stuff like that. And I remember, you know, just whenever I got a Lego set, I immediately had to build it. And that was kind of like my Christmas, especially when I got that Lego train set, like that took all day. Yes. Um, <laughs> but one memory that kind of just stood out, just because it was pretty funny looking back on it, was the Christmas that I got my Nintendo 64. And, Dad, you and Uncle Jeff brought it back into Grandma and Pop-Ops, one of their rooms, like their guest room or something, and you had to test it out to make sure that it was okay for me and Jacob to play it. (laughs) They had to test it out. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like Cruising USA and stuff like that. So, yeah, you you and Uncle Jeff were racing while we were just dying to play it. We had to make sure it was okay for you. All right, so as you look into 2016, what are you looking forward to? Oh, you know, 2015 has been a year of a lot of ups and downs, a lot of changes. So I'm kind of just looking forward to, I guess, the new adventure of 2016 mm-hmm. and whatever it holds, um, whatever God has in store for us. We're uh, we're looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to just being obedient in our, our walks. And um, I'm talking about my wife and I. I don't have a split personality. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, that for the audience. Hey, yeah, no problem. Just so you know, we love you. We're proud of you. We can't wait to see you the day after Christmas, and uh, we're excited to spend time with you. Merry Christmas, buddy. We're proud Merry of you. Merry Christmas. Mm. Looking forward to seeing you, too. Merry Christmas to you and Amelia. Love you. All right. Love you. All right. Next up, Martha's sister, Diana. Hi, Diana. Happy. Hi. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for taking some time to call in today. We're so glad to have you here. Yeah, John and I are in Duluth getting set up for one of our trade shows this weekend, and we took a few minutes this morning to go through the Glensheen Mansion um, up here that's all decorated for Christmas. And, man, does it make me think of all kinds of stuff from when we were kids going to Grandma and Grandpa's house because it's kind of in that arts and crafts period and so it's just real timely with what you guys are talking about today because uh, Christmas past with grandparents just was very impressionable on on all of us. And it was more about family and the birth of Jesus than it was about presents. And mm-hmm. um, I remember growing up, I, I mean, Martha, maybe this is a skewed memory of mine. You see if you have the same one or not. But I know for us for growing up for presents, it's like every... Christmassy, we could open one present, and it usually was a pair of pajamas so we could go to bed. <laughs> yes, I actually wrote that down as well. That's okay. We're just walking outside along the shores of Lake Superior, and it's softly snowing, 
and it's freezing. So it's probably a little different than what you're experiencing right now. Yeah, we were laughing because, you know, a little bit of a cold front comes through and it can change it here. But that's only about a 10 degree swing, not not what you feel in Minnesota. So. No, the lakes it. are starting to freeze over and the ice fishermen are getting pretty excited about that. Oh, I it's bet a they time are. Coming. So you were talking oh. about our childhood memories, a lot of it revolving around family and not so much remembering about the the gifts, but I had written down too. And when I was thinking back about always getting new pajamas and of course, yep. often they matched and often our mom had stayed up all night sewing them yep. secretly in the other room with the door closed and nobody knew what anything looked like. And yep. um, that was definitely yep. a big part of our, our growing up. So talk yep. to me, let's step back to those a second. Let's just hear how's, how did Christ make a difference in your life this past year, Diana? Well, John and I have had a year of ups and downs too. I've heard, heard Josh was talking a little bit and I think I you know, I think that's kinda normal for all of us as adults. When we were kids, Christmas is just about all of this exciting experience and everything else and then you get older and it's reality. Hmm. And it, it isn't always what you think it's gonna be when you are grown up. And our mantra this year has kind of been walk by faith, walk by faith. Mm. We don't know what step is in front of us, but our Lord does. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we just keep getting our faith strengthened more and more every day. And when I think I've got it figured out and I'm good to go and I'm trying to go solo, I really screw it up. So um, that that's just the biggest thing for us this year is just walking by faith. And mm-hmm. what, a great, um, what a great example that is to other people, too, to remember that that is what he desires most from us. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So do you but have? We sure can't do it alone. Do you have one Christmas memory that stands out? The one that's greater than any of the others? Well, you know, it's really funny because I've thought about this a lot, and um, our parents were really good at making memories, and so I kept thinking about my childhood. But the memory that kept popping into my head wasn't about my childhood. It was about John and I trying to create memories for our family, and the very first. Christmas that we were in our house that we had built in Iowa and we had all of you guys come. John and I had in our heads that we were going to have this totally magical Christmas and it was always going to, it was going to be wonderful. And we had a pond there. And my memory was of John with the truck with the plow on it on top of our pond. Of course, we're in Iowa, so it's frozen, plowing it off so we could all go skating and looking out seeing him gone through the ice with the truck, mm-hmm. trying to wench the truck out uh, from a tree before I would find out about it. And here I am looking out the window just going, oh! So, but it was such a fun time. I don't know if you remember that Christmas. Dad yep. had been in a play, and so he had this white beard that he came, and he kind of looked like Santa. And it just, it was so much fun, yeah. and just being all together. And that was one of my favorite Christmases. Uh-huh. That is that is great. So what are you, what are yeah. you looking forward to in 2016? Well, I told Martha, I asked her if it was okay to say this, and she said, yeah, and I said, I, I really think this would be an awesome year for Christ to come back and we all be home for Christmas. So. <laughs> that puts a whole new meaning on all be home for Christmas, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John has a, a, a great aunt right now, Aunt Wanda, down in Washington, Iowa, that we all love very dearly. And um, she may be home for Christmas. We mm. got the phone call that she's really deteriorating. And we know with all certainty that, um, when Aunt Wanda dies, when she opens her eyes, the first thing she's going to see is the face of Jesus. And mm. what a 
peaceful, amazing thing to think about that one day we really will all be home for Christmas. So not not that I'm wishing that happens to all of y'all dying this year, but to be to know that my family all knows the Lord and if this is the year of his return we really would all be together for Christmas, I think that would be okay. And we wouldn't have to shop. That'd be so much better. <laughs> that would be so much better. Although I'd like one more white Christmas, but you know, I'll take I'll, I'll take heaven. I'm sure over that. Diana, yeah. we just we love you guys so much. We're sorry that we won't be together for Christmas, but we do appreciate you calling in and being part of our we Christmas memory we love you show. Too. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You know, Martha, I think it'd be fun for us to share while we're waiting for my brother to call in from Hawaii for, for us to share a couple of our Chris, favorite Christmas memories. What's your favorite Christmas memory? You know, it's kind of funny. Again, it's a generalization. It wasn't one time. But as a kid, we had a regular church that we went to multiple times a week. But on Christmas, Christmas Day, we would go to a little country church to a church service. Uh, And it was like um, out of a storybook. And I can remember vividly one year it was snowing and we were all dressed up and we all went to church. And that was part of our Christmas Day. And I don't even know how we fit that in. I don't recall there being rush and craziness it was just a beautiful part of our tradition and i love that you know what i look at i don't remember any christmas eve services growing up i remember all the new year's eve services because our church we had they had big parties afterwards so i remember all the food and everything but but the christmas eve services that we have here in florida that we've gone to now for almost 20 years because we've been down here on a lot of different christmas eves before we moved here right. just that when they shut all the lights off mm-hmm. and there's just one light and then it's and, and you spread the light via candle all across the congregation. It's just an incredible experience. Love that. Tell me your favorite Christmas gift. And you know what the brown knows? You don't have to say it's something for me. Well, I think that the most dramatic Christmas gift that I remember as a kid, and again, we keep going back to our childhood memories, but um, Does that mean you have any we good ones with me, is what about, you're saying? I'm going to ignore that comment. Um, we were laughing about this the other day that... Um, my parents built an in-ground pool when we were kids. We lived in the country, and of course, they spent the whole fall digging it out, putting the pool in, but we never got to use it because it got done right before it was winter. And Christmas morning, we wake up, and they open the blinds, and there's this big, huge bow on the slide, as though the pool had magically appeared overnight, which took months to build. But it was just the way that our, you know, it was presented to us, and that was just... That was very dramatic. Again, and your parents creating great memories. Yes, they were very good at that. Yeah. You know, and I look back and, and we were at a, we were having lunch with somebody else. We were talking about, oh, that was our, is our employee dinner mm-hmm. where I shared my favorite Christmas gift. Yes. And it's still, it's not that you haven't bought me a lot of very nice things, but still, if you buy me one of these now, it would be again, my best favorite, next favorite Christmas gift, a big wheel. I remember I was seven and I got a big wheel. And I wore the tires off of that. I, I, it was absolutely an all 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 wheel. I mean, uh, all wheel drive. It was all wheel drive, but it was an all uh, weather vehicle. I mean, I took that thing out in the snow and in the rain, and I mean, through mud puddles and, and what? And I love that thing. And you probably did that thing where you pull up the thing and go you in pulled reverse. The brake. Yeah, and you pulled the you brake wo- and spun around. Wore off all your tires. I didn't wore my you? tires right <laughs> off. Absolutely. And now they have adult big wheels. And I'm good with that if you would come up with one of those. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Maybe you've already done it, and mm. I just don't even know. Don't know. I'll find out tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. There any chance of that happening? <laughs> I am pleading the fifth right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about what are you looking forward to in 2016? You know, um, 
this has been a huge year of transition for us, and it's all been very, very good, but it has been um, really busy. And I think one of the things that we often mentor to other people is to pick your priorities better and to uh, use your time wisely and to make sure that you're getting the rest that you need. And so those are some of the things that I want to kind of practice what we preach and really fine tune, allow God to fine tune what it is that the direction is that he's giving us and that we'll be able to rest in that. Fine tune, work less. I like that mm-hmm. very, very much. You're on the same page with me, then? I'm, I'm okay. And I'm looking forward to our marriage retreat cruise. I'm really looking forward to just getting away from the cell phones and television <laughs> and uh, the internet and, and, and everything. That's really going to be fun. Uh, it is, that's a highlight for me. But I am really looking forward to fine-tuning the, the vision. And I'm looking forward to where this show goes because it is my dream, my hope, that, that I work for him will start to get played in other cities around the country. I'm really looking forward to that. Those would be some good things. And and the ministries that we're going to highlight and partner with, that's really cool. Hey, while we're waiting for my brother to call him from Hawaii, we could do our book highlight segment. We sure can. And of course, it's brought to you by MTL, which is mtlmagazine.com. And they have worked really hard to put together an amazing magazine and a website that helps us to grow in our faith as they highlight different authors and artists, movies, books, and all kinds of different resources for people. MTL represents more to life, and our friends at mtlmagazine.com believe that there is a Christian product that will help you get more out of your life in Christ. Whether you're looking for resources about your faith, your family, relationships, money, the world, or everyday life, mtlmagazine.com is an excellent resource for me, and I know that you'll love it too. You'll find more to life at mtlmagazine.com. And the book that we're highlighting today is by uh, one of our favorite Bible teachers, Beth Moore, and it is called Audacious. And I just believe that um, anybody who, whether you've had exposure to Beth Moore's teachings or not, this will be a book that you will really enjoy and be able to uh, learn a lot from. You love Beth Moore stuff. I do. And so this will be on our Facebook page. You'll have to find, we'll we'll give it away to the person that claims it on Facebook. We'll post it on Facebook mm-hmm. tonight so that you can maybe even get a Christmas Eve gift right from my work for him. But we are so grateful to have MTL Magazine uh, right alongside of us, giving us great gifts to give away each and every day. Great books, movies, CDs. And of course, we've got the huge giveaway next week. The, yes. the brick. Yes, it's not too late. So if they go to our Facebook page, they should even be able to see a video of you and I that will still be out there to kind of doing a little Vanna White thing, showing everybody the, the CDs. But the fun part about it is that you will be um, given a, a WOW 2016 CD and then a CD for every artist that's on that CD, which equates to 33 CDs. It's a huge stack of amazing contemporary Christian music. So you like our Facebook page and enter the contest um, that's under my face on our Facebook page, and then people will be able to. I thought it was under your elbow or knee or no, something. You like the page under your elbow. You know, got to get the demographics of the, the page. Not the demographics. How about the well, geographics of the okay, page? Whatever. All right, but we do want to give that away, so make sure you tell your friends about it too. I know that limits your chances, but be, don't be selfish. We want that. We, that's a huge gift. It's a great way to start 2016. 
by getting 33 new CDs. I mean, you'll, you can listen to one a week for the first 33 weeks. That gets you into July. They could, or they could re-gift them to 33 Ooh, of their friends. 33 of their best or friends. Or 32 and keep one for yourself. Maybe, now Martha's been tempted to, to sneak one out of there. That's why we keep yeah, saying there's the 33 number, in there. Because then you make sure they're all there, right? <laughs> make, make, sure they're all, make sure they're all there. You know, when uh, when we come back from the break, my brother's going to be calling him from Hawaii. We didn't get him in here yet. And uh, there's going to be some great stuff, but we're going to be really short a time with him. But I want to share my favorite Christmas memory with my brother. My brother's much older than I am, seven years older, and he's significantly smarter than me. And so we really grew up at different times of life. And uh, our, my favorite Christmas memory was a year that I snowblowed a huge pile of snow mm-hmm. and he carved a crash, uh, a manger scene out of this snowbank. And uh, it was a really special memory for us. And uh, we're probably not going to get time to talk about that, but I, I wanted to make sure that uh, we did that. I, I highlighted that because my brother's artistic. He's a writer. He's got a doctorate in Old Testament. He's been a pastor. He's, he's unbelievable. Hey, Johnny, are, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, I was just telling about my favorite Christmas memory with you, the year that we built a snow crash. Yes. That was a lot of fun. We didn't get to spend a lot of Christmases together after you went away to college, but that was one where we had a lot of fun. Johnny, thanks for calling in. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Kalikimaka. Yeah, I hope you didn't get any of that on you. Ditto. Okay, so talk to me about your favorite Christmas memory. Well, our favorite Christmas memory was this December of uh, 1995 when uh, we had our foster son, Kwani, and we have been praying for his parents because they were really addicted to crystal meth. And uh, God performed a miracle, and they got clean. Mm. And so Christmas Day was the first time we would get to see his parents and his brothers and sisters for the first time in two whole years. That is an amazing Christmas memory to have. And God God opened the opportunity for us to escort him out there because it was Christmas Day. There was no caseworkers available to do it. Normally, they would do it. Uh. And God opened the opportunity for us to have a relationship with his entire family. Mm -hmm. He got there. He was a very tearful reunion. And then he went inside the house, and there was that actual Christmas tree for the first time in years. And they even had a present for him. Mm. And he was so amazed. He could tell that they really were clean. It wasn't just, you know, someone uh, trying to cut through the system. And so he asked if he could actually stay for the whole weekend. But because it was Christmas, we couldn't get in touch with his caseworker. So we agreed we'd bring him back the next day if we got permission. Mm. And we did. And when we went to pick him up on the end of the weekend, he asked if he could stay for the rest of the Christmas break. And uh, the caseworker agreed this time, and he stayed for all the Christmas break. And that was the beginning of developing a relationship with the whole family and him beginning to transition home. Mm. Wow, neat. So what are you looking forward to in 2016? Well, um, this is a miracle that has continued on to this day. Kwani is still in our lives. Um I got to perform his wedding in 2008, and he and his bride now have three young boys, age seven, four, and six months, excuse me, seven months this week, and we're going to be visiting with them because he wants them to know us as their grandparents. Mm. Wow. What a precious gift. That's, that's awesome. good. Well, and you got the gray hair for it, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah, nice you got, Not as much as you, but yes. Oh, you got a lot more hair than me. So when you look at how your life has been blessed because of Christ this year, give me a highlight. One of, one of the biggest highlights of your relationship with Christ this year. Well, I think one of the biggest highlights this year, besides Kwani uh, really stepping up, wanting us to be a part of his, his kids' lives, um, 
it's also been the opportunity that God has given me to reach out all around the world in, in a Twitter ministry on prayer uh, that is now reaching 156 countries and 25,000 people. Mm. Well, and someday I'm going to actually get you on the air to talk about that. I'd really love to do that. 25,000 Twitter face followers, Twitter Facebook followers. How about Twitter followers? Twitter followers. I, don't, I don't, What do they call your tweet? You, yeah, they're, they're tweets. They're called tweets. They're, they're tweets? Nice, nice. All right, as you celebrate uh, Christmas in uh, Hawaii this year, give me one, just this is your last comment. Your, what, how do they celebrate it differently than we do here on the mainland? We're usually wearing shorts and T-shirts. <laughs> okay. Well, how about because a, it's so not cold. No, it's yeah. not cold here in Florida. And Santa arrives on a canoe. That's right. At the beach. Uh, all right, brother. I love you. Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on Christmas Day. Merry okay. Christmas, John Merry and Christmas. April. Love you. Love you all too. Right. As we come to the end of another Our Work for Him show, Martha, it's been a lot of fun talking to our family from all mm-hmm. over the country. You've been listening to Our Work for Him with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, and we own our own business, but ultimately. I work for him. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. everyone.